0: Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries.
1: Speak the Word and the sword of the Spirit, which is a Word of God. No enemy, no matter what it is, can stand in the presence of Jesus. No sickness, no poverty, not anything can stand in the front of our Lord Jesus. Speak the
0: Word It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist Pastor Joanne Ramsey Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers Speak the Word Speak the Word God's Word Speak, speak, speak God's Word We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net That's speakthewordministry.net and now here's Pastor Joe continuing her message titled Faith in the Unseen.
1: Speak the word. There are many people out there every day buying lottery tickets, spending money that they don't have, just hoping that one this will be their lucky one. Just hoping that today was the lucky day. Yeah. But God's word warns us against rich schemes. That's right. I used to have a friend many years ago they used to spend almost 100 dollars a week on lottery tickets between her and her husband and the last time i saw them they were no better off and they did this faithfully every week but you know because they would only win just enough to sucker them and to buy more tickets That's right. for satan would entice them by saying surely the next ticket will be the winning ticket Surely it's going to be the big one. Saints, it's a trick of the devil. He gives you just enough to keep you hooked, just to keep you hanging on, just enough rope to hang yourself. Isn't that how the devil tricks you? But I got news for you. The God that we serve doesn't work that way. God is not for sale, nor is any of his blessings for sale. Everything from God comes through faith in Him. It comes no other way. You know, I sometimes wonder where this couple would be today if they had put their faith and trust in God as well as all those others that have fallen for the dangling carrot. You know, for the God says, He promises that He will give you 30, 60, or even a hundredfold return on your investment into His kingdom, according to Matthew thirteen twenty-three, And He also promises us in Mark 10:30, he says, but he shall receive a hundred times now, now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children in lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life. When did Jesus tell them they would receive it? Now in this time. Saints, it's just a matter of who you put your faith and your trust in. It says in Hebrews 11:1 in New Living Translation, it says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. He said, By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors. That's what set them above the crowd. Hallelujah. Friends, your faith is going to be what sets you above the others in this world, too. Mm. And let me remind you, your words begin to do what you command them to do. And you may not realize this, but God's angels are standing by to help you, too, because the Lord has given them orders. To hearken to his word, according to Psalms one hundred three twenty 20 in the God word translation, his word says, praise the Lord, all his angels, you mighty beings who carry out his orders and are ready to obey his spoken orders. You know, you may not realize this, but they're listening and they're waiting for you to speak God's word. In verse 21, it says, praise the Lord, all his armies his servants who carry out his will. In other words, he says, if you are speaking faithful words, God's angels are hearkening to them. And they have orders from God himself to bring them about. And don't forget that the opposite can and will also happen. If you're speaking negative words, then the demonic spirits, they're hearkening to your words. And you'll certainly get more than what you bargained for. As a matter of fact, you know, we we get angry with people when it's not the people that we need to be getting angry with. The people that are bad-mouthed in our government, or our president, or our friends, or, or bad-mouthed in you or me, they're, they're not doing The enemy, they're a mouthpiece for the enemy, just as we are supposed to be mouthpieces for our Lord and Father they're doing the same thing for the enemy. They're being a mouthpiece for him, but they don't recognize it. They don't know that. They're not smart enough to know that because they have not accepted the Lord as their Savior, so they don't have that understanding. And my mouth, my mouth and your mouth must stay in agreement with the Word of God. In Proverbs sixteen twenty three, in the King James Version, they said, The mind of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. And this scripture, as far as I can see, implies that we have to train our mouths. It don't just happen. We can't just start speaking God's word without some practice. You got to practice. Saints, did you know that you can school yourself in the faith with your own words? That means, for instance, if you're struggling with feelings, thoughts of doubt, or you can actually school yourself in the word. Remember, the word of God is a spoken thing that it was actually spoken before it was written. And it was written so it could be spoken. Know that the word of God did not come out of God's pen. It came out of God's mouth. So the speaking part of faith becomes essential. It becomes vital. And that's why I speak on it. I believe that's why the Lord has me speak on it so much. And so we have to be obedient to what the Lord wants. And I feel honored that he would let me. Hallelujah. And he honored me by letting me be a mouthpiece for him. So why wouldn't I want to do what he asked me to do? Hallelujah. And that's what we need to do, brothers and sisters. We just need to have a talk, little talk with God. You've heard that song have a little talk with Jesus. We need to have more of those little talks with Jesus. I felt so humble because nobody knows what the Lord had to work with only I know what he started out with and so I know what he, he took and where he has brought me it's like I could just feel both his arms around me letting me know it's okay Joe you know I don't have it but I have the dedication I have the willingness I don't always have the boldness But I'm praying for more boldness because I do believe as the days are getting closer that he's going to be giving me more heavier assignments and he's going to be asking me to speak things that maybe I don't want to or maybe be afraid to. So I've already begun to ask God to please, Lord, remove that spirit of man off of me and replace it with a spirit of boldness so I can be the vessel that you want me to be. Because only if I do what he asks me to do is it going to make any difference. He has a way, when you talk to him, he'll tell you so much. And he wasn't, um, he wasn't judging me. He was just showing me what he can do And he was letting me know that all that other stuff that I thought was important, that other people think is important to be able to work for him, is not. Because he's got it all. And he can give you any and everything that he wants you to have, whatever it is. Know that the word of God did not come out, like I said, out of God's pen. It came from God's mouth. So the speaking part of faith becomes essential. It becomes vital. Also, marking down, writing down what God speaks to you. The spoken word only lasts for a moment, but when you mark it down, it lives forever. As a matter of fact, you're now reading books from people who are not here anymore, even the Bible. The Bible was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine what it would be like if the people God spoke to were not obedient to write down what was being spoken to them, what the Holy Spirit was inspiring them to write? Have you ever given any thought to the fact that God is looking around today, tonight, to see if he can find someone today that will believe his words enough to mark them down? When God spoke to Moses and sent him up to Mount Sinai in Exodus 34, in verse 27-28. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write down these words, because on the basis of these words I'm making a promise to Israel and to you. I believed God, when God spoke these things to me, I knew that I needed to write them down, and that he would bring them to pass. Even though in the natural, when I was writing them down, It seemed like an impossibility. And these are just a a few books. But, you know, he tells you that, you know, and one of the things that I do remember is that speaking that God is my source for all things. He's your source for all things. And I written down here. I'm speaking and writing things down as the Lord places them into my spirit, my thoughts and backing them up by scripture and all these things here and thanking him as he would give me page after page after page after page, write it down. I believe God. I, I, I did a message in the at the revival over in Chesapeake, but it's called, I believe God. And as Paul says, I believe God, I believe it's going to be exactly the way he says it's going to be. And so when he tells me something, I believe it's going to be exactly the way he tells me it's going to be. I don't know when or where. But he's been telling me some more things. But he will perform what he says he's going to do. There's no doubt in my mind. So keep that in mind and write it down, even though it might seem impossible. In verse 28, it said, Moses was there with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights without food or water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the promise, the Ten Commandments. Think about that. Moses went and he spent time with God and he wrote down what God spoke to him, the Ten Commandments. Brothers and sisters, has God ever given you a word or a vision and did you believe it enough to write it down? You need to ask yourself that question that night. Has God ever given you a word or a vision and did you believe it enough to write it down or did you were you afraid to write it down? Afraid you just weren't sure you heard from him and afraid to write it down because you thought maybe it might not happen, it might not come to pass. So you just let it go. Maybe thinking it was another one of your thoughts. But God, when He gives you a thought, it's something you haven't thought of. It's always a creative thought too. And and, and it's something like I said, and I said, Well one and you, you probably think, Well, where'd that come from? <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. Where'd that come from? And did you begin speaking it out? That's another thing in this. I wrote it down. I spoke it out. The words go out into the atmosphere and they create and they bring back. What did God say in Isaiah? I send forth my word and it'll go where I send it. And it will accomplish the thing for which to I send it. And it shall not return unto me void. In other words, it's not coming back empty handed. None of this has come back empty handed. It all came back just the way we sent it out. But he needed some help. God needs some help from you. He gives you an idea. He wants you to write it down or speak it out and continue confessing it. Believe him enough to stand on that word and not let it go, regardless of how impossible it might seem. And all of this was as impossible as I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. As I was telling the Lord the other day, I said, Lord, you have blessed me so far above anything that I couldn't even think that high. That you have blessed me the way you have blessed me and continues to bless me. And that you can't uh, even—it just overwhelms me sometimes when I think about it. How many times have you heard your mom or dad say, "Mark my word, I'm not going to forget that." Especially if they were promising you a whipping. (laughs) In other words, really, what they were actually saying is, "Don't forget it. Don't you forget that? Mark my word. Don't forget that. I'm serious." They're trying to let you know that they're serious. And God wants you to know tonight that he is serious about his words too. He wants you to speak it, mark it down so you won't forget them. There is something else you need to be made aware of. If you're silent, you will lose by default. You're going to actually have to lift your voice. Kind of like Paul and Silas did in prison in Acts 16. Their feet and legs were chained and bound, but their mouths were not bound and their mouths were not tied. Their mouths were free and they used them to praise God. And that's where they won the battle, singing praises to God. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, you don't want to become like a career student. Professional students never using what you know or using what you have. Your pastors and your teachers are not always going to be there to feed you. How many times did your parents tell you that? Mom and dad, you better learn how to do this on your own because I'm not always going to be here. And I've started saying that to my children. You really need to get a handle on this because I'm not going to be here forever. I'm not going to always be here for you to come running to. And neither... Is your pastor or teacher always going to be there when you need them? So you need to start practicing and learning and using the things that you're getting taught. You're being taught. I know you're being taught. Write it down. Do something. Do whatever it takes. You're going to have to use the things that you're being taught. Think of it this way. Your words carry more weight in your life than anybody's words. The words that come out of your mouth carries more weight than what anyone else can say. It's more powerful than what anybody's words. And I know this sounds crazy, but your words carry even more weight than God's words. For instance, if he says you can and you say you can't, what's going to happen? You can't because you did not agree with him and he is not going to force you to speak his word because he's given you a free will, right? I'm not saying that our words are more powerful than God's. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that what we say and he gives us the words to speak, it carries more weight because we have to agree with him. We have to come into agreement with him. He's not going to force us. So your words will carry more weight God's given us this choice. He's given us the ability to choose our words. So if he says I'm righteous, why should I keep saying I'm no good, that I'm worthless? If he says I'm healed, why not agree with him? Why do I say I'm not or or I might say, well, I believe I'm going to be. Mm -hmm. Going to be is a futuristic term and God is not a futuristic God. And when you say he's going to be, you might as well forget it because you're not going to be. You either believe you already are or you're not. That's right. That's as simple as that. Instead, thank God that He is your healer and that He is your great physician. Remember, when you're speaking, you're writing with your tongue or you could say you're writing your own future. And if you aren't careful, as I said before, your talk will counsel out your walk. In other words, You will believe on Sunday for something after hearing the word. And then you will cancel it out with your word before you order Sunday's lunch. (laughs) Ah, you know, all of a sudden, you know, your faith build up because your faith comes from hearing the word. and Your faith builds up and you got the faith. Well, I can I can believe for this. And then before you could get over to the cracker barrel or whatever and place your order, you already canceled it out with your mouth. That's true. Saying, think about this. You always praise God for the victories that you know about. The ones he's already performed. How about the victories that God is working on for you now that you don't know about? God's working. He never stopped. The Bible says he never sleeps nor slumbers. And so I don't think he's up there, you know, watching TV. He's working for us. He's answering prayers and he's working. In other words, don't wait to see your prayers answered to begin to praise God. That's not faith. As a matter of fact, if you don't start praising God after you pray and pray and talk to the Lord, unless you start praising him and thanking him in advance for him, you probably won't see it. In closing, let me say this. We are beginning to enter into a new year and a lot of people were making a lot of New Year's resolutions. I don't normally do this, at least not anymore. At one time, I made my little stupid things along with everybody else's. And uh, actually, I never even thought about it if any mean, of them ever come to by passing on or not. You know, it's just a silly tradition, I guess. However, this year, we can begin our new year with a prayer to be more sensitive to God's voice and believe him enough that we will begin to mark down the things that He speaks to us through our spirits. As a matter of fact, I'd like for you to pray this prayer with me after me, and this can be your declaration for the new year. Okay, Lord, I thank you that I am a sheep, and I thank you as a shepherd, you speak to sheep, Lord. I pray pray that I will realize that I I have the ability
0: ability to hear you you.
1: and I will learn and and mature mature in hearing your voice voice. for your word says says, my sheep listen to my voice voice. I know them them and they follow me and And Lord Lord Jesus I make a commitment to listen to your voice and not to the voice of the enemy in the name of Jesus i pray amen amen that is a good prayer a resolution for you to pray and like i said you know uh, we speak I speak a lot on on the word uh speaking the word of god uh I, I don't believe that I would be where I am today if I had not believed God, had not written it down, and had not begun to speak it out of my mouth. It has to come out of your mouth. It, he creates your word. You, you you put it out there, and He creates. He's the creator, and He creates. He creates with it.
0: Speak the word to your power. To your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stay. And with that special word, we've come to the end of our broadcast today with author, Bible teacher, and speaker, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, here on Speak the Word. In just a moment, Pastor Joe will be back with a special closing thought. Speak the Word is a listener supported ministry contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day learn how you can connect and support speak the word ministries on the web at speak that's speak it's secure and easy to make a tax-deductible donation to speak the word ministries with your debit or credit card one of our friendly staff is standing by right now ready to answer your call our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297 we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. Do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help by Pastor Ann Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. Just write to us at Speak the Word Ministry, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Our telephone number is 855 505 2297. That's 855 505 2297. You can also email Pastor Joe and her team at Pastor Joe, that's J O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a final word.
1: Father God, I thank you so much. I thank you for this message that you have blessed me with. I thank you for the congregation that gathered here in your presence, to hear this word, Lord. I thank you, Father, that I truly believe that you anointed their ears afresh tonight, and they received the, the, the word, they understood the word, to have a new understanding. And Father, I thank you, God, that they'll have the wisdom and the grace to put to use what they heard. You said, Father God, if any man like wisdom, have him ask of you, who gives liberally and upbraideth not. So, Father, I ask you, for their sakes, to that you ask them to give them extra wisdom, Lord, and the grace to be able to use the wisdom, to be able to use the words that they heard. And I pray, Father, that that when they hear your word, when you speak to them and they hear the unction of the Holy Spirit speaking to them, that they will immediately know that it's coming from you and they will immediately believe your word, believe it, mark it down, and stand on it, Lord. Date it, whatever they have to do, but primarily they will believe your word, And they will mark it down and they will begin to speak that word. And when they begin to speak that word, you will be able to create for them what they need to be created. And so, Father, we thank you for the word and thank you for your presence here. And as we honor you and glorify you, we give you all the praise and all the glory just to be able to participate. First, in Jesus name, we praise you and we thank you. Amen.
0: From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word of God